0: Everybody, what is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's devo writer, Carissa Van Cleve. Hey, people! Soon to be, you're about to get married. What's your true? What's your name about to be? Pitinello, Carissa Pitinello. Pitinello. It's kind of hard. You move up, though, in, like, school alphabetical yeah, order. No you, longer
1: a van cleave, yeah. which will be fun, I guess. <laughs> when and when are you getting married? August, August. Middle of August. Coming up. Or more end of August, but it's coming up. So,
0: Carissa, you've been a member at Watermark just for a few months now, right? Yes, very thankful. And you serve? With Shoreline. With Reppin'. Shoreline, high school students. Oh, yeah. But we go way back. We go back to high school. Carissa and I were in High school together on the same dance team. Oh, yeah. She knows all the dirty secrets about Emma as a high schooler.
1: (laughs) None of them are really dirty. It's just kind of funny to think back on. We were definitely
0: different. Yeah, she was scared of me.
1: Yeah, I was intimidated by most people in high school. (laughs) But I was a lot older. Yeah, true. So it, it, you know, she was the girl in charge when I was a freshman. And I was like, everything she says is correct, (laughs) (laughs) which is not true. Not true. But man,
0: but today we're the same team Verse us five. Yeah. What you got for us?
1: Yeah. So the whole book really while reading it and studying it was so encouraging. It's a clear image of Paul's pastoral care and zeal towards believers. Um, And it's obvious that the Lord's return was prominent in Paul's mind throughout reading the letter from beginning to the end, um, considering he referred to it in every chapter. And so, it's emphasized in chapters four and five, definitely. And it reminded me of a phrase that Bobby Crotty, who's on staff here, often says. He says, the two most important days are today and that day. That day being when Jesus comes back. Correct. Um, And what happens on that day should define how we live today. So, because of that, I think Paul and Bobby Crotty would be great friends and have a lot in common. Um, but Paul begins this chapter by literally urging us believers to stay awake and alert, clinching to the hope of the gospel. Verse four reminds us, we should not be surprised when that day comes. Instead, we should be expectant, standing united as believers, encouraging one another, suited with faith, love, and hope. Yeah, I think that's, That's so
0: good, Carissa. I think about verse 6 where Paul writes, let us not sleep as others do, but let us keep awake Mm. and be sober. Uh, And before that, he says that we are children of the day, believers are. And that's really interesting because in Greek thought, to be described as a son or a child of something was to be characterized by that thing. So like right now, you're wearing an outdoor voices hat. A clothing brand. So I could say, uh, which you wear that brand a lot. Yeah. Yep. That's a okay. classic go to. Classic go to. So I could say, Carissa is a daughter of outdoor voices, which would be saying, hey, Carissa wears outdoor voices a lot. Now that's not, we don't talk like that today, but that's the idea here. So when Paul is saying, hey, the Thessalonians are children of the light, he's saying, hey, this church, these believers, are characterized by light as opposed to darkness. And darkness was a really negative term uh, in it in the Greek antiquity. So it described those who were ignorant of or opposed to the Lord against God. And so it makes sense, Krissa that, as you just shared, that we're to be expectant uh, and alert, not asleep, to the things that God has already revealed, like standing united as believers, encouraging one another, being filled with love and hope, because God's already
1: revealed that call on our li- on our lives to us. Yeah, definitely. And so, you know, being known as children of light and knowing that the Lord is coming back. Because of that, we should be ready and eager for that to happen at any given time. And so what does that tangibly look like? Well, Paul tells us we see this shift in verse 11. Paul says, therefore, so he's saying because of this truth that Jesus is coming back, we are to encourage one another and build one another up. And he goes on. He shows how this truth should inform our daily lives in the way we conduct ourselves with leaders, in the way we conduct ourselves with each other, and in our own behaviors. And he does this by giving the church a list of imperatives. Um, in, in Constable's notes, a trusted source I like to learn from, um, he says that there's 22 commands, but I only counted 20 and someone else told me that there were 14. So so there's a lot of so, commands. So know. who knows? It's a good game of hide and seek. Um, so I recommend you go and see for, for yourself. Um, but either way, it's valuable and tangible ways for us as believers to walk in the light moment by moment. We're called to encourage one another, be respectful to our leaders, be at peace with each other, help the weak, be patient with all, abstain from evil, rejoice, pray without ceasing, and the list goes on. Um, And so overall, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to take heart and be firm and hope that day is coming where death will be defeated once and for all. And until that day, we're to be watchful and ready by walking in the light. So strong. Carissa,
0: how do you live differently because of what you read in 1 Thessalonians 5? Yeah.
1: So the truth here of Jesus coming back and knowing that I can be rooted in hope changes the way that I react to my own sin and the own brokenness of this world. Um, of I can mourn my sin and I can mourn the hurts of this world while still being rooted um, and grounded in the truth that Jesus is coming back. And stand firm in that and strive to walk in the light through the power of the Holy Spirit consistently. Um, and so it's not a hope that, well, everything's going to be fine because Jesus is coming back mm-hmm. and I just need to be fine and okay and great. Or cross my fingers, hope for yeah, the best kind of hope. exactly. But instead, just knowing that my firm foundation comes from the fact that one day Jesus is coming back. And when that happens, I get to be with him for eternity. It's awesome.
0: Krista. thanks for being here. And I am so glad we're on this journey together.